Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Super Bowl Monday. Max, what's going on? Uh, very happy Valentine's Day to everyone out there. I would like to say... Um, if you haven't gotten anything for your significant other and they're expecting something, then uh, it's probably too late. Uh, if you go to the grocery stores or you know, CVS or Walgreens or whatever, uh, the aisles are probably bare, so you're probably fucked. Or you probably won't be fucked because you didn't get uh, a gift for your significant other. There you go. See what he did there. <laughs> yeah, if you wait till four o'clock on a Sunday afternoon on Super Bowl, you're kind of fucked if you're looking for chips and dip and anything else at the same time too. So um, yeah, I guess we'll keep the intro short because I don't know about Max. I'm sure since his team won the Super Bowl, but uh, I've got a lot to say about yesterday's festivities. All right. Um, yeah, you know, and there's a little uh, there's a little uh, new T-shirt up in this in the shop right now, Max. Yes, that's right. Uh, if if it's it's kind of too late to buy right now for Valentine's Day, but you should check it out. We do have our Valentine's flair over at the DGen shop. That's absolutedegeneracy.com. Click on the little DGen shop icon, uh, and there is a promotion today. In fact, um, oh. I, I don't usually do commercials this early, but you can get twenty percent off all of our merchandise today. Um, so that is our promo for today. So yeah, head over to the DGen shop. Get twenty percent off. Not bad. And yeah, I, I love that design. I'm gonna have to buy one myself. Oh, there you go what's going on iceberg he wants to say hello to everybody what's going on iceberg all right there was a football game yesterday max do you have any thoughts I mean, I, I have lots of thoughts. Um, first off, congratulations to the Rams uh, for winning uh, the Super Bowl. Uh, Aaron Donald, I'm very, very happy for him. Um, Cooper Cup, uh, amazing performance down the stretch, and and kind of kind of said it like uh, if if someone on the Rams was going to win MVP, more than likely it was going to be Cooper Cup. And that last drive. Um, he rushed the fucking ball for a first down. He seemed to catch every single fucking pass. He got a helmet to helmet uh, hit, shook that off, caught, caught the fucking game winning touchdown. So uh, amazing. Um, you know, I, I know a lot of people are going to be nitpicking about the phantom uh, hold call. I mean, there was holding, but it shouldn't have been a call. Uh, but I, I think you're you're saying on Twitter, Arch, uh, kind of nullified the uh, the the no face mask. Yeah, it was uh, it was an that, apology. That, that, that was that was our bad. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey's head almost got uh, torn off on on that fucking uh, on that play. But you know, uh, we didn't see that one, so we, we we saw something a little bit extra over here. Um, 
I, you know, I, I, it was an entertaining game. I think the 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 defense really showed up for the Bengals, um, definitely uh, against the run, and that didn't stop McVay. And a lot of people were criticizing him was, "Why are you running the ball?" It's, well, because you run the ball, because you run the ball, you set up the play action, mm. uh, and, and and that's why he, he had to. Except that if, I, I got to interject, there was no, there's a setup, but no payoff. There was no, no payoff. I, I I I concur. I concur, but he you had to keep doing it to establish the play, play action when you needed it. I look at it this way, is the Rams saved everything they needed to for the fourth quarter. The Rams were pretty much, let's keep this close into the fourth quarter and then do everything we need to. Tied the uh, record for the most sacks in a Super Bowl with seven. <laughs> yeah. Almost all of them came in the fourth quarter. They did not touch him in the first half. And almost everything came. They decided let's change things up in in the second half. It really was that 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 rocky kind of like you know go with your right hand, go with your right hand. Okay, now it's okay to go to the left hand, and that that's what the Rams did. Anyway, I, I'm interested to hear what Panthers. He's been a fan of the Rams all season. He really thought <laughs> yeah. the Rams were going to win the Super Bowl all season long. Uh, and so I really need to hear from Panther on on his team that he's been rooting for the entire season. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I, I honestly think this game probably went. As expected, I think we we all had the KOD on the over, but you, you watch this thing play out, and there weren't a ton of explosive plays. We're going to talk about Stafford's interceptions. One of them, maybe you can put on the receiver, got his hand on it, it was still way out in front of him. The other one, uh, telling a guy to go deep, go deep, and Stafford can't throw that far. Uh, and we've seen that multiple times this season. Um, but both defenses, I thought, played in- incredibly well. If I'm going to nitpick anywhere, though, it is going to be on the officiating. And I don't know what they talked about before the game. They let these guys play. We had the no-call face mask. That was, I don't know how you don't call that. Even the guy behind the the play should have been able to see how how Ramsey's head was completely turned. Um, But there was no judgmental flags, right? You had, you had obvious flags. You have to throw for a dumb ass coming out on the field and it's in a celebration um, (laughs) that's inactive. There was flags they had to throw, but judgmental flags holding pass interference were never thrown until the last two minutes of the game. And I, I just kind of like, Mm, what are we doing here? You got you let these guys play, and now we're not letting them play. Um, but look, I think the better team, the better team won, and we we saw out of the Bengals. This is a team that that's got spirit. They've got mojo. They've got Joe, and um, that offensive line, just like we've been talking about for the last two seasons, they get that address. I think we're going to see these Bengals back in the game again. Yeah, yeah, I think so. That was a serious weakness. So when the Bengals couldn't really disguise what they were doing anymore, when the Rams knew what they were doing and the Bengals knew what they were doing, that last that last drive to try and tie the game or maybe win the game, there was no chance. The Rams just just kicked it into gear. I mean, Burrow had like one second to throw before he had somebody on him. It was just they couldn't disguise it. It was just a, a free for all. I, I'm not so kind on the Rams plan. I mean, obviously, OBJ going down was devastating for the Rams because it was clear he was the explosive element of that offense. And when he went down, oh, that was bad. 
And because, because at that point, though, then they, they could uh, double, triple up on cup. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, but man, um, <laughs> that running on first down continually over and over and over again. And it doesn't pay out. It doesn't. It, it, they didn't do anything with that. They didn't set up a play action. They they didn't really move the ball until they were like, fuck it. Let's go shotgun. Let's spread the field and let's throw. Let's go. We got it. We got to get down there. McVeigh's legacy. Good job. You saved it. But. He was he was just uh, he was one bad throw away from his legacy being absolutely tarnished and destroyed. Sure. But again, uh, you know, uh, let's let's rewind with something Panther said. I I I was texting with, with my boys uh, during the game when when uh, Stafford tried to fucking throw that bomb into the end zone. And I was like, who the fuck does this guy think he is, Brett Favre? I mean, <laughs> well, he looked like it. <laughs> you know, I, it, yeah, seriously, like gunslinging like that. I was like, God damn, and, and not even like good Brett Favre. Like Brett Favre in his like you know thirty eight eight years, uh, you know, uh, in the in the league or whatever. Um, yeah, so I mean that was frustrating to, to watch him throw that interception. The other one, yeah, that, that was definitely uh, the Notre Dame receiver's fault. Um, <laughs> is, 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 <laughs> always be firing. You know, always be firing. Always be. Look, if Odell could handle the turf, <laughs> he wouldn't be out there. Just saying. Uh, yeah, no, I feel bad for Odell. He was he was absolutely uh, heartbroken that he couldn't be out there. Um, uh, is it a different game with 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 him oh, out yeah. there? Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah, yeah oh, I yeah. think so. But again, does 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 not Cooper Cup prove that he was the fucking MVP mm-hmm. when they needed a first down? They gave him the goddamn ball. They did a Debo Samuel. Like they're just they 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 went to the Shanahan playbook and they're like, hey, let's pull the Debo out, and that's what they did. And that's how Cooper Cup got. Yeah, and he almost ran into a fucking defender. He had. He, he, he was lucky. He just uh, cut back in and got that first down there because you know I, I'm giving uh, McVeigh all the credit in the world for that play. But if it would have failed, I would be like, "You fucking idiot!" Yeah, yeah. Hey, he put the ball in the hands of his best player. That's what you got to do when the yeah. That's what you, you have know, to do. And that whole drive, I think he he, he hit the tight end once, uh, the, just once. Everything else w- was Cooper Cup. He touched the ball in that final drive. So deserve it of the MVP, absolutely. I, I wouldn't have been mad if they gave it to Aaron Donald because, again, you know, two-sack performance got hur- hurried it up. Um, but, it, but it really did feel I, – I wouldn't say – the Rams are definitely playing that kind of softer defense in the first half, that that Patrick Mahomes-type defense. Um, they, they were not being as aggressive. I think they, you know, three, four-man rush, really, mm-hmm. you know, most of the first half. When they started putting the pressure on – I think they were waiting for that offensive line to just be a little gassed because they had nothing at the end. Like they could not like Donald was pushing past two guys. Von Miller was getting in there, you know, and, and it was just that, that addition of Von Miller, you know, your questions like, Oh, you're sacrificing your future for a guy that's that old. I think that third pass rusher, having him Floyd and Donald out there, against a team like the Bengals, that, that was the huge fucking difference maker right there on defense. I, I want to say something real quick about Mr. Floyd. Um, I've been very aware of this guy throughout the majority of the season. You know, I, I always pay attention to your skilled players and the quarterbacks and receivers, but there was a, a couple plays. One on Joe Burrow 
where he could have went full Hulk Hogan and picked him up and body slammed him. And then not, not later, not much later, uh, same deal with, I think, with Joe Mixon. Yeah, where he, yeah. Like, he picked up Mixon. Up. <laughs> and and, and I, I thought, it, it, the Stafford, the Ray, like, this is a hard team to hate. And I, and I definitely don't hate them. Uh, I'm just not a big fan of super teams. But um, they that was class. And I made the comment watching the game, I had some friends over, and I'm like, you know, that's class. I like to see that. There's So you get a lot of this um, roughing stuff and shoving people and, and unintentional or, or actually intentionally just crushing people. And I thought the Rams play very disciplined on defense. They look very disciplined. Um, but I will say this, this, this aura, if you will, of you can't throw on Jalen Ramsey that if whatever that aura is, I think got defunct real bad. Oh, stop it. Stop it. He tripped up on the fucking turf. We saw that. And then someone grabbed his fucking face mask and now, well, he's, now, now he's a piece of shit. Okay. Panther. All right. Get your offense. All right. So uh, Saturday we talked about a bunch of prop bets. I don't think I kept track of this. I wrote a bunch of them down. Missed extra point. Did anybody bet on that? No, no one bet on the missed no, no extra one bet point. On missed extra point. There was one though. Yeah, there was the one missed extra point. Someone other than a quarterback throwing a touchdown. Yeah. We had that one. Yeah, we we, we, we hit money yeah. on that one. That was yeah. a big one. Yeah. yeah. Rams sacks. What was the what was the total? Because they went for that seven and forty three. Uh, Rams sacks was um, I got it up here minus two twenty five. Yeah, I think they had to go over a certain number. Stafford interception. He 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 was good for that. <laughs> uh, Cup with his yards touchdown and MVP. He covered he all the yards. He missed. The, no, he missed the yards. Oh. He only had ninety-two. He only had ninety-two. Uh, what did he have to have? Eight. He had to have one hundred and three point five. But he hit oh, eight receptions. Yeah, I think it was. It, he hit the eight receptions. He hit the touchdown, and he got the MVP, which which I I bet on the MVP for Cooper Cup. Yeah. Uh, Higgins, I believe he hit his yards and touchdown. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Higgins had a uh, hundred yards, so he he did his, and he got two touchdowns. I think Higgins uh, hit his. Um, Jamar Chase and had a pretty good game too, but uh, it was it was the Higgins show. It seemed well. It was the seventy-five yards shouldn't have been a touchdown that really helped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then the last one, the big one. Did you guys see the Meta Quest Two commercial with the pink octopus? There you go. There you go. <laughs> Even though we found we found out afterwards that an octopus i had no idea until i i, I yeah you know, i started researching this afterwards I was like, what the fuck is up with an octopus an octopus is when someone scores a touchdown and then right afterwards scores the two-point conversion so if, if obj would have got the two-point conversion after his touchdown he would have got eight points which is an octopus well, goddamn, and I thought it was just hilariously funny when I saw that octopus <laughs> i know i mean I, listen i will i would fight the sports because i saw an octopus I saw one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Clarify what a goddamn octopus is, because I, I saw one. It's it's really leading up to the show too. I, I you know the ESPN had um, animals uh, picking uh, the winners, and I was like, oh come on, show show me an octopus. I was gonna take a screen grab. I was like, fucking hey, I won. <laughs> and a, I think a bet that inspired the most conversation of any bet I've ever made in my life. Mm -hmm, there mm -hmm. was a touchback. Yeah, the opening yep, kick yep. was a touchback. Yeah, Phil yeah. was all over that one. He was doing his homework and researching. He told me he loved it, and then <laughs> later on he posted this thing about why, oh, it's not going to happen, and <laughs> whew, it was stressful. Interesting, though, is uh, do you guys remember who won the coin toss? Uh, the Rams. Rams. No, 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 no. Or, no, Bengals won, and they deferred. The, bang, yeah. the, bang, oh, the Bengals right, right, won right. the coin toss. Eighth consecutive Super Bowl where the team has won the coin toss and lost. Mm. 
Unbelievable. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Live in-game bet. Like whoever, whoever wins coin toss. the coin toss. <laughs> hey, but that football KOD on the game, we hit that. We hit it. it was, yes. Yeah. I we mean, four and a half. extra point would have, you know. Oh, yeah, we got the four and a half. So we, we would have won half. anyway. Yeah, yeah. All right, right. Extra point be damned. You know. The over did not hit, which is interesting to me because, man, uh, the first half, the live books, I ha- they had it at one point up to 52. Wow. The total. The second half did not go the way that I thought it would go or the or the sports books. It was that defense. It was, yeah. it, was the, it was the Rams defense. I mean, again, like the, the uh, you know, the n- minus two yards and a cloud of dust on the Rams uh, rushing game <laughs> yeah. didn't help much. Um, but I mean, it, it really was that, that defense. It's, I think, that, you know, other than that, they, they opened this, the second quarter, uh, second half with that touchdown. That was like the first play, right? They hit that the big touchdown. Um, and then after that, it was it just seemed like they were going three and out. They, the, the Bengals had a hard time getting a first down after that. Um, I think they didn't get another first down probably until the fourth quarter. And in, in that um, in that last drive, they got two first downs before. Uh, well, can we talk? We're running a little long. Should we take a little break? Let's take a break. Let's do. Yeah, uh, I already did the commercial, but I'm going to do it again. Let's talk about DGen gear. Oh, that's right. We got our Valentine's Day shirt available over at the DGen shop. Go to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Click on the little DGen shop icon. Uh, save twenty percent off today only, though. So make sure you buy our gear. Keep the lights on around here and go full DGen. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Um, I just want to talk about that last uh, Bengals drive, right? Uh, they had a minute and 25 left, which is plenty of time. Plenty of time to do it. 
Um, they, they get it to second and one. And they, they run the ball. And you're talking about Floyd with his Herculean efforts. Aaron Donald somehow with one arm fucking gra- I think it was Mixon was running the ball, grabbed him and like pulled him like couldn't even like get anywhere close to the line of scrimmage and pulled him and dropped him down for for like I think like an inch gain on that fucking run to set up the third and one. And I was just like, holy shit. That was that was like in, uh, to set, to set, uh, the, yeah, that was third down. So it was like set up the fourth down. I'm like, wow. And then on that that, that fourth and one. I almost thought that he was going to catch the ball. It looked when, close. When, 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 when uh, Burrow was like flailing and just kind of throws it, I almost thought his receiver was going to catch that. Did you almost expect that to happen? Yeah, like, yeah. oh my god! <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, w- once once it happened, and and you know, you can see it's like um, D- Donald couldn't script it any better of him getting that last you know QB hurry. I don't think it counted as a sack because he did get the ball uh, loose. You know, if, yeah, because he only had two sacks in the game. But uh, you know crazy to think that like they had a minute 25 left they could have still won that game and if that guy would have caught the ball it would have been over i kind of was thinking as we were watching the rams drive the ball there came there came a time where we're still at like maybe the three minute mark and i'm thinking to myself you either you have to make the decision if you want to try and make a stand or just let them score and and you never really want to let somebody score, but the way this Bengals put this, they had a great game plan, but the game plan did not factor in a two-minute offense, a minute-and-a-half offense. Joe Burrow just does not get enough time, and you've got to move the ball you know, 40, 50 yards to get into field goal range, and you're on a time limit, and you've got to throw – like, he really could not throw deep. Even on, the, on that uh, first play of the second half where he threw deep, that was a broken play that the, the, the uh, he, he scooted forward and off to the left there because the, the defense had got so much deep penetration. He had to move up to the line of scrimmage and then throw it. Um, he just can't sit back in the pocket. I mean, and that they're going to ad- address that. But I was like, man, yeah. And under normal circumstances, 125, two timeouts, that's doable. But with this offensive line, I mean, God, the Rams just teed off on him, and he, he couldn't do anything. Yeah, the Bengals couldn't. They, I said earlier, they couldn't disguise what they were doing. So th- that was it. The, the Rams knew what was up. Everybody knew what was up. And Oh, boy. When you can't disguise what you're doing, when you have to do what, you, what you're going to do, and everyone knows it, they, 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 had, no, they had no answers for the Rams' defense. Uh, one last point here, and uh, just, you know, Panther, uh, you know, the, the Rams uh, had been doing this uh, running game, you know, throughout the season with Henderson and Michelle, then Henderson went down and Akers came back. They had all three of them available. Do you think that caused a little bit of chaos of, of trying to get, I mean, Henderson did a great job of catching the ball. And I think that's where his value was. He, when, when Odell went down, Henderson um, and uh, Bryson Hopkins, the uh, tight end, they kind of picked up the slack of OBJ being out of the game. Um, you think a little confusion over, I mean, Michelle only had two carries. You know, um, uh, Henderson had four carries. Uh, Cam Akers uh, ran for an average of 1.6 yards per carry. Fantastic. Um, Cooper Cup on his one carry uh, had seven yards, which was, uh, you know, more than uh, Daryl Henderson or the same as Daryl Henderson did on his four attempts. Mm -hmm. So do you think a little confusion over like having the three running backs in there? Maybe Sonny Michelle got out of rhythm or something like that? Maybe. I don't think there was any confusion. I just think that the Bengals, um, just that they played good run defense. 
the 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 Rams look. I, I will. I kind of agree with Max here. Sorry, Arch, but I agree that they kind of had to keep trying to run the ball. You know, they're trying to set up. A, this is a play action team, and there's no play action if you don't at least attempt to run the ball. But they didn't find any success, you know, whatsoever outside of you know Cooper Cup's seven yard run and Stafford had a seven yard scramble. Uh, the running backs got nothing going. Um, so I'm going to credit the Bengals defense. Um, they they came up. They showed up, and uh, it's kind of a, a dare, really. You want to shut down the Rams' running game and dare Stafford and that those receivers to beat you. They got you know kind of like that bonus, if you will, uh, with Odell being injured. I, I do think that did change a lot of the play calling for the Rams, but the Bengals had no answer for Cooper Cup whatsoever. No, I mean – I, things like this make me think I could be a defensive coordinator. Hey, guys, they're going to run on first down, and then they're going to pass the other two downs. That, that's what we're going to do. There's no, they're not setting up. They're not setting up the play action. They're just running into a wall. Maybe they said, maybe. Well, I and I saw this one so-called play action that Stafford did. Like he, he he veers to the left, holds his arm out. The running back's four yards away from him on his way for his swing pass, swing route. It's like it's not even a play action. Why do we bother with that? Two seconds. <laughs> There's that too. Oh boy! All right. Well, if you, let's go uh, real to, quick. To, Fifty Cent got really fat. Oh my god! It's funny too. Is I, yeah, I saw the jokes immediately afterwards. Yeah. I, I texted with my buddy. I was like, "Man, he looks like a buck fifty out there." Yeah, he, he did look, yeah. I'm a little over a buck fifty. Yeah. <laughs> Two fifty, maybe. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Two dollars and fifty cents right there. Oh, uh, great halftime cent. show, though. No, I, honestly, uh, very enjoyable. I enjoyed the halftime show a, a lot. Uh, I mean, uh, everyone's saying it's a, it, this was a halftime show made for 40-year-olds, and I guess it, it hit, hit to my core because <laughs> it was really fucking fun. Uh, I I wasn't moved. I, I was actually pretty impressed with, with Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. I could have done without Kendrick. Mary J. Blige did nothing for me. was disappointed Eminem only did one song. Um, but, you know, as far as halftime, look – it was it was decent for what it was. It's just not my genre. Hey, I've never been a Mary J. Blige fan ever, ever. So I I could have skipped that. But yeah, a halftime show with just Dre and Snoop Dogg would have been just fine. It would have been just fine for me. <laughs> it's great. No, I love the setup. I love the uh, yeah, it was um, fun. Them in the living rooms and stuff like that. It was it was cool. Anyway, uh, let's get let's get on some sports that are happening today that we've been on. I'm sure we can probably touch upon more stuff as it comes up uh, during the week because uh, there's a lot of talk about uh, Aaron Donald possibly retiring, Sean McVay, um, apparently ESPN wanting to throw tons of money at him to to stop coaching. So plenty <laughs> of stuff to talk about throughout the week. I uh, got a couple of basketball games today. Let us start off with Detroit and Washington. Uh, Pistons, they have lost seven games in a row and just have been regularly blown out. I don't know if you see some of these scores in the games. They're just not even putting up an effort. Um, Wizards not necessarily lighting things up themselves, but I think they get the win today. Uh, still waiting to see when they can get Porzingis back, when he's available to play. I'm, I'm not going to say when he's healthy, because if, if I say when he's healthy, they'll, then he's never coming back. They're just going to see when he's available to play. So it's going to be up to Kyle Kuzma, Thomas Bryant to keep this team competitive. And uh, really, it could be an opportunity for Kuzma to show the potential that many in Los Angeles thought he would never reach. Well, maybe they're right, or, you know, I bet you they probably miss uh, Kyle Kuzma right now in L.A. Um, with the Lakers uh, dealing with uh, their guy, Westbrook, right now. Anyway, I think the Wizards get the win today. Uh, $10 money line bet on Washington. 
It's kind of a tough game to bet on because as bad as Detroit has been, Washington's been somewhat equal, equal to the task. So they've lost three of their last four. Uh, all those three losses were all double-digit blowouts. Uh, so they, they've got a lot of work to do themselves. But you look at Detroit – Four and 24 on the road. You compound that with what Max mentioned, uh, just completely not competitive at all. I mean, we're talking 20 and 30 point blowouts. I think Washington also gets it done at home here. So I will lay the four and a half points and put $10 on the bullets. All right. Well, you only have to lay four. That makes me nervous. <laughs> it is moving to four and a half in a lot of books. There's still a couple places where you can get four, it looks like. And I like it. I like it. Only four. I do think the Wizards can can keep it, you know, or can win by more than four, I should say. So we have a kiss of death on the Washington Wizards. I'm hoping the NFL kiss of death didn't, uh, you know, destroy the mojo for our NBA kiss of deaths because those have been going well. Sacramento at Brooklyn Nets still don't have Kevin Durant. They just traded James Harden. Won't see Ben Simmons in the lineup for a while. So it's a good thing that they still have Kyrie. Oh, Wait, where's this game being played at? Brooklyn. Oh, it's, like. it's in Brooklyn. Oh, they don't have Kyrie. In fact, they're not going to have Kyrie for the next four games. Riding an 11-game losing streak. That's exactly what they need. Such a shame for Brooklyn. For the Kings, they've won three of their last four games. And so far, it looks like the Sabonis trade has kind of worked out for them. Crazy, right? You trade for an all-star and you start winning some games. <laughs> more teams should do that. More, more teams should just trade for all-stars. I think uh, pairing up Sabonis with the Aaron Fox could be enough for this Kings team to make the play-in game, uh, at least uh, be a competitive team, win some games, and I think they win this one, in fact. So a $10 money line bet on the Sacramento Kings. Uh, yeah, they, when you saw this line, Sacramento being favored, it just tells you what – the uh, betting world thinks of Brooklyn right now at home as an underdog, but I don't even know who's going to be on the floor. Andre Drummond could maybe go 40 and 15 if he even suits up, but uh, it's hard to like this Brooklyn team at all. I just couldn't confidently bet on Sacramento. I, I've lost my faith in them. Uh, I know it's a whole new team, completely different team, but they're going to have to earn my trust. So I'll lean the Kings, but I'm off this game. Yeah, same same situation here. I am leaning the Kings minus the three, but I couldn't couldn't quite get there. Brooklyn can't lose them all, right, Max? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They can lose uh, 15 in a row, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Last what? one up. Yeah. I got one more. Uh, Toronto at New Orleans. Raptors finally lost a game, but it was a close one. Uh, now they're going to look to get a winning streak going once again, heading into New Orleans, uh, taking on a Pelicans team that they've lost two in a row, and both those games were at home. This was a team that you can find some sneaky value betting on them while they're playing at home, uh, but maybe that trade for CJ McCollum has created a bit of a lineup issue for them that they need to work out. Uh, I also noticed that they have a big void in their lineup, that maybe gets filled by a massive player should he return. But for this night, they don't have that larger-than-life figure out there, so I think the Raptors get the win. $10 money line bet on Toronto. Yeah, I think you nailed it on the head. The addition of C.J. McCollum, just sometimes when you bring in a star player to a new place, it just takes a minute to try and you know get the chemistry and get everything down, uh, particularly with that starting rotation. Um, so I think New Orleans, ultimately, when this all plays out, will be fine, but I still think they're trying to find their footing. So for that reason, I am on the Raptors as well. I will lay the five points, four and a half. Three and a half. Three, oh, shit. Nope, nope, no. Nope. You can't get that anymore. I'm sorry. Four and a half. 
All right. Well, I'll lay the four and a half and uh, take the Raptors. Yeah, I'm doing it too. I love the Raptors here. So we got our second consecutive kiss of death here. So let's do it. Let's uh, let's do it. I'm gonna. I don't think the Pelicans can do it. I really don't. Um, three, four and a half. It doesn't. It isn't too many. What have you got this at, Max? Like closer to six, seven. Um, seven. 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 Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. All right. So yeah, I'm putting my ten bucks on the Raptors and the future Celebrity Fit Club contestant. <laughs> <laughs> that's it for me panther you got anything else i got one more i want to look at well look at max's favorite team to bet on or against the san antonio spurs going to chicago the bulls have won three in a row they're 21 and eight at home they're relatively healthy it looks like zach levine might miss this game um but ayo Desunmo has really stepped in well for for lonzo ball he's been playing really well i just think the bulls um, better starting units and a little bit better depth is uh, better than the Spurs. DeJounte Murray. I love DeJounte Murray, but he just doesn't get much help. I think the Bulls take care of business at home. I'll lay the five points, put 10 bucks on the Bulls. I, this is a little close. And in fact, uh, they, they the Bulls might be worried about Zach Levine. He's just seeing a knee specialist to see what's going on there. So don't know how long he's going to miss or w- what his overall status is going to be for the rest of the year. Uh, this was a team when they were fully healthy and clicking, uh, um, you know, one of the best teams in the NBA. Uh, they're still good. They're really good. Uh, I think they they probably win this one, but I, I got the Spurs keeping it close. I will lean San Antonio getting those points. Yeah, I'm going to lean the Bulls because it's right there. I have it closer to like four and change. It's right on the line. You're probably right. You're probably going to cash because it's February and wh- what happens in February? All the favorites seem to win. So I'll lean the Bulls with you. Okay, that, that was uh, all I had for the association all i've got too so we're shooting over to the ice not a lot of games and only one i'm betting on and i'm gonna eat some chalk here i don't even know how chalky it's gonna get at this point chalky we'll say it's it's gotten chalkier since i was looking at it uh toronto and seattle uh maple leafs have not been friends to me the past couple of games they suffered road losses to the flames and to the canucks Yes, trust me, I know, yada, yada, yada. But they continue their road trip today in Seattle, take on a Kraken team that is 9-15-2 at home this season, and one of those losses was a 5-2 loss to the fucking Coyotes last week. Um, definitely not thrilled about eating this chalk, but I could bet this up to minus 240, so mm-hmm. I see I can probably get this at minus 225, minus 230, something yeah. like that. Yeah, uh, A little chalky, but I it's still within my threshold, so a $10 bet on the Maple Leafs. Yeah, that, this game stinks to me. I, it's Seattle at home. They're decent enough, I guess. But uh, they have those two wins against the Islanders and Anaheim and that inexplicable loss to Arizona. It just leaves you scratching your head. I honestly was surprised that Toronto wasn't closer to minus 300. <laughs> I, I just think there's such a huge gap between these two teams. Toronto seems like they should win, but that line, to me anyway, seems low. I'm probably leaning the Kraken, or maybe this is one of Iceberg's uh, plus one and a half plays. I don't know, but uh, I'll lean the Kraken. Use the terminology correct. It's the chicken shit play. Chicken shit. That's a chicken shit plus one and a half. Yeah. No, I think Toronto does win. I think they're probably the most likely team to win today of all the teams. So even the minus 225, I think you're good. All right. Do you got a game, Panther? I got two games. Oh, holy shit. All right. Let's take a look at the Blackhawks going to Winnipeg. You know how much I love these Americans going to take on the Canadians. But uh, this Blackhawks team is just not very good. And uh, they've lost four of their last five. They didn't win against Edmonton. Uh, Winnipeg, win one, lose one, win one, lose one, win one. Technically, they're supposed to lose this one if you believe in that little 
a little symmetry there. But I just think Winnipeg at home, the better team. Chicago just cannot seem to find their footing in goal or on offense. Uh, I like the Jets here, so 10 bucks on Winnipeg. When this opened at minus 182, I did not have the implied probability to bet Winnipeg. But now at the minus 160, I do have the implied one, uh, the probability to bet Winnipeg. Only I don't want to. <laughs> I'll lean the Jets here. I think they do win this one, but I, I don't. I don't like that line movement at all. Yeah, I don't like this one either. I, even at the minus one fifty nine, I think you're a little little bit exposed. I have it right there. Like I have this at sixty two point eight nine percent. Yeah, right and what's that minus one fifty nine? That's like sixty one percent. It's sixty one. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's like right there for me. Yeah, I mean, I think you're right. I do think Winnipeg does win, but man, <laughs> good luck. I said I had two more. Now that I'm looking a little deeper, maybe I should not bet this one. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna I'm bail? Looking, uh, I'm looking at Edmonton at San Jose, but good God, what happened to the Sharks? They're playing awful right now. Well, okay, here's here's the deal. I'm seeing what's happened here. They have to go through Murderer's Row. Tampa, Washington, Florida, Carolina, Tampa again. Good grief, they got bitch slapped by the league office with this schedule uh, going against edmonton edmonton's not in that class so i will stick with this bet give me the sharks what are we at plus 135 plus 125 eh, whatever give me the sharks for 10 bucks i, I mean i kind of love that play really I, I have edmonton barely winning this one so the the value is definitely on san jose at home with that plus line i, I moral support here yeah I, I like that play a lot yeah, I'll, I, I I like that one, too. It, yeah, I have this closer to a 50-50 game, I think. Really close. Yeah. Really close. I yeah. can't quite figure out why it's minus 140. Why it even open up minus 139? So, yeah, I, I would definitely be on that side with you, Panther. Okay. That's all I got for the ice. All right. That's it. So what did we talk about today? We talked about Super Bowl. We talked about how miraculously there's no concussions during a Super Bowl. Hmm. <laughs> It's weird. <laughs> it must be doing something different with the technology there. And we talked about, not really, but how arrogant is the NFL to let a, com- a spokesman for a competing football league do the intro for their show? Ooh. Oh, we got a couple comments, too. Uh, Iceberg says he hit on the Rams' money line. He says, I believe you had to keep trying, but I also think they should have ran the ball out of shotgun a bit more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's see. Uh, before the last play, the commentator was like, what's, what's the... That's why they say he's the best guy in the league, talking about Donald. I said, well, now he's got to show it, and he did. Sack. Yep, yeah. yeah, best one. Toronto Maple Leafs, money line. There we go. He Solidarity. Said, he said, right. It's the chicken shit bet. Chip. <laughs> yes. And Iceberg wants Edmonton. Ooh, there you go. Fade the Panther. All right. That's it. That is it. Download the DJ's app for Android or iOS. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen to that, please. Highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. Taking you home with a Panther parlay. It's going to be an all NBA day. So let's go with those Washington Bullets, the Chicago Bulls, and the Toronto Raptors. Put those three together. That'll be your Panther parlay. And we're hanging out on Facebook, mostly on Twitter. Give us a shout out. Call us out by name. We will holler back. But most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're doing tonight, when it's all said, done, kids, it's all. Make some money, fools! Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 